Thank you very much. Uh, thank you. Hello, everybody. Um, hello. I mean, by everybody, I mean uh, you guys. Uh, I mean everybody who's here. It's really, I shouldn't say everybody because uh, uh, most people are not here. <laughs> by, by a pretty huge majority, <laughs> most people are not here. Most people are in China, actually. That's <laughs> true. Actually, that's not true. Most people are dead. Did you know that? <laughs> it's true. Out of all the people that ever were, almost all of them are dead. There are way more dead people. And you're all gonna die. And... And then you're gonna be dead for way longer than you're alive. Like, that's mostly what you're ever gonna be. You're just dead people that didn't die yet. That's... There are so many dead people. Ray Charles is dead. Hitler. Bunch of other ones. But mostly those two guys. And... It's true, Ray Charles and Hitler are both dead. And really it's the only thing they have in common. Because otherwise, they're very different dudes. Many contrasts between Hitler and Ray Charles. I'm gonna tell you a few of them. Um, Ray Charles was black, Hitler was not. <laughs> Hitler killed several Jews. Too many, I'll say too many. He killed an excessive amount of Jews. He really beat that thing to the ground. He killed away, he just, no moderation. Ray Charles, meanwhile, hardly any Jews. He killed so few Jews. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to start shows. It's just a problem that I have. I never, I never figured out how to come out and just start talking because the first thing you say on stage always feels stupid because there's no real reason for me to talk to you. It just doesn't exist. I don't know you, you don't, you're, you don't even know each other. You're facing the same direction. That's all you have in common. <laughs> so I just have to bleh. It's like talking to a girl at a bar because you're attracted to her. The first thing you say is just gonna be dog shit coming out of your mouth. <laughs> because you don't know her. The only honest thing that you could say to her is I wanna fuck your face. That's the only thing you could say <laughs> that you can mean. Anything else you say is you trying really hard not to say, I want to fuck your face. That's the only thing you're... I, I want to put my penis in the lowest hole in your head. I was never good at that. Like, I was very bad at being single, which is a problem because I'm divorced, so I'm single again after 10 years of marriage. And no, here. Cut the shit. Don't even start with that noise like a puppy died. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. And this is important because someday one of your friends is gonna get divorced. It's gonna happen. And they're gonna tell you, don't go, oh, I'm sorry. That's a stupid thing to say. It really is. First of all, you're making them feel bad for being really happy, which isn't fair. And second, let me explain something. Divorce is always good news. 
I know that sounds weird, but it's true because no good marriage has ever ended in divorce. It's really that simple. That's never happened. That would be sad if two people were married and they were really happy and they just had a great thing and then they got divorced. That would be really sad. But that has happened zero times. Literally zero. Ray Charles has killed more Jews than happy marriages have ended in divorce. So if your friend got divorced, it means things were bad, and now they're, I mean, they're, they're better. They're not good, life is shit wall to wall, but they're better, so you should be happy. But the part that's difficult is being single at 41 after 10 years of marriage and two kids. It's, that's like having a bunch of money in the currency of a country that doesn't exist anymore. Like, like I found 500 million Prussian francs. I can't really take advantage of being single because I didn't, I didn't expect to be single. I'm not prepared. I didn't think I'd ever be... I didn't keep this shit up, you understand? I didn't maintain any of this at presentation condition. It's function only. It was not... I didn't think I would need it that way. I thought I was going to be shoving it into the same person every three months till one of us died. what I thought was the nature of the deployment for this. I didn't think it had to be like appealing to someone from scratch. It's like having a, it's like having a 73 Dodge Dart in your backyard. And it's been sitting back there with grass growing. You don't have any, it's not an old Mustang. You have no plans to restore that Dart. You don't even see it when you look out the window. And now you find out that's your only way to work. You need that car now. And you're like, oh shit. I didn't take, it's got bees in it. I didn't take care of it. It's full of bees. There's a family of mice living in the tailpipe. I can't take that to work. I have no single instincts. I know too much to be single. I know everything that happens now. That's no good for single. You gotta be optimistic to be single. Stupid, you have to be stupid. That's what optimistic means, you know. It means stupid. An optimist is somebody who goes, hey, maybe something nice will happen. Why the fuck would anything nice ever happen? What are you, stupid? But that's the attitude you have to be to be single. You have to look at somebody and go, ooh, maybe. <laughs> I don't look at it that way. Even when I see somebody I'm attracted to, I was at a gym the other day. Why? Why? I'm at a gym. I'm, not, I'm, just, I'm just wearing shorts. That's all I'm doing there. Just standing there. And I look over and there's a girl on the, you know, with a ponytail and she's on this thing. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, oh, she's awesome. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but then I started thinking, wait a minute, I'm single. I'm on the market, I have value. I could say something to her. I could just walk up and say something. 
and I'm trying to think, what am I gonna say? What do, I, what, is, what do I look like to somebody like that? And then I realized it's been way too long. I've just been standing there staring at her. <laughs> I have no identity in the single world. I can't, I look at them, I don't know what they're doing. I, I, I tried just jerking off to Girls Gone Wild the other day, just to re-enter the community that way, just to feel part of it. And I bought it, not the commercial on Comedy Central. I paid money, like a grown-up. I put my credit card down and waited it for it to come to my house. I'm an adult. So I'm trying to jerk off to Girls Gone Wild. I can't do it, because I'm a father. I'm too old. I'm just getting mad at everybody in the video. I'm like, you fucking irresponsible bitches, go back to school. What are you doing down there? There's two wars and a depression. Put you, get the oil off your tits and study for fuck's sake. I just don't look at a woman as a pair of tits anymore. And I wish I did, because I could get ladies here, because that's what it takes, is just to go, ding. But I can't now. Like, I went to a club. I went to a club, you know, a poom, 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 like a club. And I'm standing there looking at all the people, and there's the women, the hot chicks, the hot girl at the bar. You know, when you see them, that's just, she's a hot girl at the bar. She's got the, got the shirt and the skirt and the boots, those three lines. It's like some perfect ratio that they hit with those three lines, and you and they're all standing there like that. And I used to look at somebody like that and I'm like, wow, she's an angel. What could I ever say to make her like me? Now I look at her and I'm like, what is that? Is that even a person? What the fuck kind of person is that? Is that an identity even? Who would want to be that? I have two daughters. I pray they don't grow up to be the, eh, the hot girl at the bar. What kind of, hey, what do you do? People want to fuck me. Really? That's it? I go to this club and they want to fuck me over here. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> and their male counterparts are even more useless. The guys, the dudes, the going out to get laid dudes. You know those guys that walk in packs of nine down the bar street? The going out to get laid guys. They all got the same button up stripey going out to get laid shirt on. They all got the same stride. There's one short guy behind them like... <laughs> and they, they're all out to get... But like, who's gonna fuck all nine of you? What is the fantasy here? Are you gonna see nine women in the same configuration and, and just all... You're you all gonna walk into a giant vagina somewhere? <laughs> And then later they're in front of a pizza place just angry at each other. You said there was pussy there, you idiot! Shut up! And they beat up a stranger, get the energy out that way. Faggot! Those are the most dangerous people, are dudes that didn't get laid. And they're just fucking... Just 
just full of cum coming out of their eyes. Fuck somebody. Stand there. I love dudes that hang out together and do the whole do. I saw this group of guys, and one of them was such a guy, he had it turned up so high that it was crazy. His friends were kind of normal. He was like, I'm like, what is that? That can't be real. That can't be a personality. Does he do that at four in the morning when he's peeing and nobody's in his apartment? He's like. <laughs> and he kept doing that gesture that guys like to do them. That's my favorite dumb guy gesture, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always wonder, what if there was a guy who whenever he does this, he has to finish? <laughs> like just some guy who works in your office. You ask him a question, hey, is Bill in yet? Yeah, like he's ever on time. Seriously, that dude's always late, man. I'm serious. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it's always an odd moment in a guy's life. The second after you come and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> reality comes rushing back. Because you've been pushing reality away in pieces all night to get the, oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, no, it's, it doesn't matter. It's fine. No, I'll just leave my car there. It doesn't matter. I'll just go. No, no, it doesn't matter. This is weird, but I'm drunk. Oh, fuck. And then you're just like, you're like the Hulk coming back down to the other guy. My clothes are ripped and there's a dead guy here. I don't know what happened. I'll get my duffel bag and leave town again. So this is a beautiful theater. I, 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 I like um, what I do because I get to work in a lot of different places. And uh, uh, recently I did a show in New Jersey in the uh, auditorium of a technical high school. I forgot that existed. Technical high school. That's where dreams are narrowed down. That's... Because <laughs> we tell our children, you can do anything you want. Their whole lives, you can do anything. But at this place, we take kids, like they're 15, they're young, and we tell them, you can do eight things. <laughs> we got it down to eight for you. And I'm not saying these people are stupid, because I'm stupid. I really am stupid, and, and it bothers me. Like, I wish I was more stupid. 
Because then it wouldn't, I would, it just all my thoughts would just be like, <laughs> But instead, here's how my brain works. It's stupidity followed by self-hatred and then further analysis. It's not a very efficient system of thought. I have these dumb thoughts, duh, and then I go, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then I figure it out. But the impulse is always stupid. Like, I saw this guy in New York one day and he's walking his dog, and this is what I saw. The guy's got a, he's got a coffee and a dog on a leash and a phone, he's on the phone. So he's got his phone like this, and the dog's leash is going from the phone hand to the dog. And I look at this and I go, oh, he's got like a dog phone. <laughs> like that thought sincerely inhabited me for like a full minute. I'm going, oh, I wonder what the benefits are to hooking your phone up to a dog. And then the other part of me had to go, why the fuck would that exist? You asshole. I had a string of bad, dumb thoughts the other day. I was, I don't, remember, I don't remember what town I was in. I was on the road. I was just standing in front of my hotel. It was five o'clock in the afternoon. That's usually what I'm doing at five o'clock in the afternoon. Just standing in front of my hotel. Because I've been inside all day, just with a jacket off and the ice cream. It's just horrible. It's like a horrible thing. All day, just depths of hell, fucking hell. Just, I wake up, I get like chicken wings. Shit, nobody eats at 10 a.m. Like really hot wings and I eat them all. And then I'm like, Ugh. so I get ice cream to cool it off, you know, like, I, uh, and then I feel worse, so I jack off and pass out. I turn off my phone in case my kids call. I can't fucking face anybody. I wake up covered with three kinds of shame glaze just covering my body. And so right around five in the afternoon, it starts getting dark, and I'm like, I gotta be in the daylight just once. I have to at least one time in the day be in daylight. And that's, I just stand there, that's it. Like a fucking mental patient in a bathrobe, just. <laughs> Cigarette burns on the robe and shit. Some girl telling me I got, she got married. I'm not listening. <laughs> Daddy, this is my husband. <laughs> That's what it feels like anyway. And I, and I start looking at people, and they're all crispy clothed and rosy-cheeked and full of purpose. And they're making me feel worse. And I'm about to go back in the hotel and jack off another time. And then I look across the street and I see this couple and they were just striking. They're a beautiful couple. It was a, it was a beautiful woman with a beautiful man. I'll say he's beautiful. I got no problem. I'll suck his dick too. I don't need your permission. I don't care. I can walk right over there and suck his dick. I mean, I never did that, but I'm 41. Maybe I'll do the second half gay. I don't know. remains an option. 
There's gotta be something to it. Those folks are having a good time. They have parades. They, we, there's no parades for how I get laid. They have parades marching down the street to celebrate that they blow each other and fuck each other in the ass. And smush their vaginas together or whatever that one is. Whatever wonderful thing those folks are doing, it's none of my business. So I, okay, so I'm looking at the couple and they're walking on the other side of the street and they have a child with them. But I can't see their child because there's like a dumpster and some other stuff. I just see like a little head. And I'm waiting, I'm curious what their kid looks like because they're so beautiful. Maybe I want to fuck their kid, I don't know. <laughs> that, that's just me saying something terrible because it makes me laugh that it upsets you. That's all that is, just so you know. It's just, it's just enjoyable to me that you're upset. That's all it is. I, I'm not gonna fuck a kid. I wouldn't do that. Maybe a dead kid. Who are you hurting? He's dead. Who are you hurting? I'm not saying I would kill a kid and fuck him. I'm saying if I found a dead kid in a field and it wasn't raining, I might take a shot. I don't know. I haven't been in that situation. All right. <laughs> All right, okay, so I'm looking at the couple, and... <sighs> they got a kid with them, and I'm curious what their kid looks like. And they come around the corner, and they're, and this is a true story, it wasn't a kid, it was a little old Chinese woman walking next to them. <laughs> and here's what my dumb brain tells me. I go, oh, that's what their child is like. Not like, oh, she's a separate person, she's not with them. I'm like, oh, that young couple gave birth to a, a tiny elderly Chinese woman. Isn't that interesting? And then the other part of me had to go, dude, you f Yeah, that's what happened, yes. <laughs> Asshole. And then I was looking at the little old Chinese lady. She was, there was a beauty to her. She's just tiny, little old Chinese. I was staring at her, because I was fascinated by her. I don't know anybody like her, and I am so not a little old Chinese lady. <laughs> that I look, I was like, what are her thoughts? That was what I was burning inside with. What is she thinking right now? I can never know. And I really, the dumb brain is telling me that she's just thinking, <laughs> that's how dumb I am. <laughs> that I think, Chinese gibberish that I made up <laughs> is in her actually Chinese mind. That's all just me, Chinese. Jing, jang, jing, jang, jang, jang. <laughs> of course, I, I can't know what she was thinking. She could be thinking anything. Uh, black people steal. So I'm like, <laughs> she might, I'm not saying they steal. I'm saying that fucking racist Chinese lady might have been thinking it. She might have been. Possible. And I went to England, I spent a month there. I liked England, everything's different. I mean, that's, that's obvious, but some of the differences were cool. I like the money, the money, instead of a, a dollar bill, they have the pound coin, and it's a coin and you throw it on the counter. It felt kind of cool, like the old west. Like going to, you know, being on the dusty trail. You see a saloon, so you walk over with your horse. 
you throw the rope vaguely at the pole outside. <laughs> thing they do. It's my whole life on that horse. Should be fine. Just walk in a saloon. Give me a beer, and a bottle of whiskey, and a room for a week, and steak dinner, a shave, and a haircut, and a bath, and some new clothes, and a hat, and some boots, and some oats from a horse, and a woman. Here you go. Ping! That's all. One heavy coin. You're fine. Nobody adds up all those things you mentioned. They don't check to see what coin it was. The guy just keeps drying the glass. Things were very vague back then. Things just cost money. Hey, how much is that? Money. In the old English movies, it was different. It was a little sack of coins. Remember that little drawstring sack tossed over by some faggy lord with a ruffled shirt? throw it disdainfully down to some commoner who's gonna do something beneath his station. Follow the girl and report back to me at midnight. Bring a shovel and a sack. And two reliable men such as yourself. Mm. What's that? Oh yes, of course. Well, this ought to be sufficient. Me, just chink. Well, thank you, sir. The guy's so happy to get a general amount of some kind of currency or another. <laughs> he didn't like count it. I, I think you only gave me enough for the shovel. It's not enough there. Either. That was a good time in our economy. When you needed to have gold to buy shit. We might be going back to that pretty soon, too. Things are pretty fucked up. People are a little bit scared. But you know what? How bad could it really get? I mean, most Americans have so much crap. You could lose most of it and still be, have more shit than the average Canadian even. Like, we're the fattest people in the world and we just have all this shit and we hate it. We're just miserable with our phones. Just angry all the time. And it, I worry about the economy failing because we don't, we can't even, we're miserable with a great life. Like, I don't know how the fuck we're gonna deal with like when you gotta move your mom into the cellar and shit and like have like serious problems. Because we have like up till now, we have white, we have white people problems in America. That's what we have, white people problems. You know what that is? That's where your life is amazing so you just make shit up to be upset about. People in other countries have real problems, like, oh shit, they're cutting off all our heads today. Things like that. <laughs> Here we make shit up to be upset about, like, how come I have to choose a language on the ATM machine? It's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't have to do that. I'm American. God, the shit we bitch about. I called American Airlines and I got a Pakistani lady. And she was in Pakistan. Only people near my fat white body should have jobs. I'll tell you what though, when I call American Airlines and I get the Pakistani lady, I hang up and I call again. I do. I'm gonna tell you honestly. And it's not because I don't like her, and it's not because she doesn't speak English, because she speaks way better than I do. 
She's just a better person. It's so clear. And I know, here's why I don't like talking to her, because I know she doesn't give a shit about me and my white people problems. I want to talk to the lady from Texas who's like, well, how can I help you? That's the lady I want. I just know it. Hello, American. Oh, fuck, you don't care. There's no way. Why would you? I'm in my underwear. Hi, I have a layover in Dallas that's really long. And I was wondering if she's like, oh, really? I haven't had a clean glass of water in 10 years, okay? <laughs> Two of my kids died this morning. I still came to work, you fat shit. I can hear you're fat over the phone. Why don't you hang up and kill yourself? Why would she care? Bowie <laughs> just, God, standing at the ATM. I can't believe they're making me go like this. Stupid. The fuck are you complaining about? You push a button in and you, money comes out of fucking slots. <laughs> and it used to be that way. When I was younger, you had to go in the bank. Remember that? You had to go inside the bank. Now you look in the bank, you're like, what are those people doing in there? Are they cleaning? The money's out here. It's amazing how different shit is now. And it hasn't been this way for a long time. It's been a very short time. Everybody has a phone in their pocket. It didn't used to be you had a phone. Just a few years ago, nobody had their phone. It was just the phone. <laughs> it was this thing, the phone, that was in a room in your house. And then you had to dial this fucking thing. There was a rotor, and you had to turn and go... You actually hated people with zeros in their numbers because they made you do, well, this guy's got a zero and a nine. How badly do I want to talk to that piece of shit? That's too much work. Now we have this, which is amazing. We have these phones that you can call in an airstrike. You can look at the top of your own head. It's amazing, this shit, and it's wasted on the shittiest generation of piece of shit assholes that ever fucking lived. I swear to God, we are. We're the worst people so far. Because we have this beautiful thing and we hate it. We're just fucking... I don't, never saw a person going, look at what my phone can do. Nobody does that. They all go, this fucking thing sucks. I can't get it to think. Give it a second, would you? Could you give it a second? It's going to space. Can you give it a second to get back? from space? Is the speed of light too slow for you, you non-contributing product sponge cunt? Can you just wait? Can you just take a little breath? Just wait for that picture of Axl Rose to get on your phone. Like, it even fucking mattered what you were doing. Like, it was even important. We're all just so mad. I hate my phone sucks. No, it doesn't. It's amazing. The shittiest cell phone in the world is a miracle. Your life sucks around the phone. Why are you so mad at it? People say the craziest shit. I, I hate Verizon. What are you talking about? How can that feeling exist? I hate Verizon. Why? Did they fire you and take away your pension? No! Just a couple of times it was weird for a second. Mm. Hate them. 
Verizon. Well, make your own then. You go make one. Make your own network. Get some hubcaps and climb some trees. See how close yours is to perfect. Why would it be perfect? Really, it's as good as it is. Why do we expect it to be fucking perfect all the fucking time? We're not contributing. We're not helping it be perfect. We don't even know what, what is involved. Do you have any idea what is involved in taking your thing that you said that nobody needs to ever hear ever? <laughs> when you go, hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> and a little invisible magic angel takes him. <laughs> Damn it. How, when did you send me that text? If I sent it to you a month ago, it's amazing whenever it gets to you. It's amazing. Whenever it gets to you in your chosen fucking font, it's incredible. I don't know, I'm not that old, I'm 41, but I'm still amazed at the shit in my life. I'm amazed at the shit in the world. I was on a plane once, like about a month ago, and they had high-speed wireless internet on the plane. And they had never done that before. They explained to us that we were like one of the first aircraft. And I opened up my, my laptop, and I'm online. I'm looking at YouTube and shit while we're flying. And then it broke down. And the woman says, I'm sorry, but we have to fix the internet so it's down for the rest of the flight. The guy next to me goes, it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> like, dude, how does the world owe you something you didn't even know existed 30 seconds ago? People on planes are the worst. People on planes, they complain. They get off the plane, they come to your house, and they tell you about their whole flight experience. And they make it sound like it was fucking a, a cattle car in Poland in the 40s. They just make it, that was the worst day of my life. I had to sit on the runway for 40 minutes. That's a story in this country. That's a fucking hardship that you had to sit on the runway. People will listen to that story. They'll stop doing the dishes and turn around and go, oh my God, really, for 40 minutes? That's awful. You should sue them. I had to sit on the runway for 40 minutes. Oh my God, really? What happened then? Did you fly through the air like a bird? Incredibly? Did you soar into the clouds impossibly? Did you partake in the miracle of human flight and then land softly on giant tires that you couldn't even conceive how they fucking put air in them? How dare you? Bitching about flying. I had to pay for my sandwich. You're flying! sitting in a chair in the sky. You're like a Greek myth right now. But it doesn't go back very far and I sort of squishing my knees. The Wright brothers would kick us all right in the cunt if they knew. If... If you could go back in time to Orville Wright and go, hey, dude, I had to sit on the runway for 40 minutes. And he'd be like, oh, shit. Well, let's not even bother then. <laughs> hey, Wendell, shut it down. They make you wait for a bit. 
That hardly seems worth it. There's always delays. That's what everybody complains about. There's always delays when I fly. Really? Delays. It's too slow. Air travel's too slow. New York to California in six hours. That used to take 30 years to do that. And a bunch of you would die on the way there. You get shot in the neck with an arrow and you go and fall down. And the other passengers would just bury you and put a stick there with your hat on it and keep walking. And one of them would fuck your wife and have three babies. And all the old people would die. You'd be a whole different group of people by the time you got to California. Now you watch an Adam Sandler movie and you take a big runny dump and you're there. I was, uh, I was flying about a week ago and uh, I was in the airport and I saw this really old man and he's on, he's on a wheelchair. I can fucking hear that shit, so back the fuck off. I can hear it in your headsets. Just careful or turn them down. Sorry to fuck up the entire show for that, but I could hear. Get closer to him. No, it's okay. It's fine. Get closer to him. You won't mind. <laughs> All right, wait a second. <laughs> Okay, uh, that's about where I was. <laughs> okay. That's right, I was on a, I was in the, um, I was in the airport. Ugh. Just drenched right now, totally drenched. It's like I peed, it's crazy. Okay, so. I'm in the airport, and I'm going through security, and they bring this old man in a wheelchair, and he was crazy old. I mean, he was the oldest thing I've ever seen. I've been, I've been to museums and shit. This dude was, I didn't know there had been as much time as this guy was old. I mean, he was at least forever. He was at least that old. Just tiny little Nosferatu hands and eggy head. Just one of those. It, it, so frail. It was like the. It was like just the atmosphere was crushing him into a diamond. Just. <laughs> and they're pushing him through, and I'm not the only. Like he was parting the the people because people were going, "What the fuck? That's crazy." He's really old. And they take him through security, and you know, if you're really old or you're in a wheelchair, you can't go through the metal detector if you're in a wheelchair. So they take you to secondary clearance, which is far more stringent. Like the oldest and feeblest people get the highest scrutiny. So they take him over there, and he's, I mean, he doesn't even look good for infinity. He's not even like a, he's just holding thing going. And they take him over, and they start checking him for weapons. Like, thirdly, what do you got there, huh? Like, checking him. And they lift him, I swear to God, they picked him up gently out of the wheelchair by the shoulders, and he's standing between these two guys like this. And they're going, whoop, whoop, whoop. And I'm like, really? Is that the guy, fellas? You think that's the guy? You wanna maybe let him go? Let him enjoy the last 10 seconds of his life doing something else? What? 
what is he gonna, if, even if he pulled it off, he, he deserves whatever he wanted, really. What, what is he gonna do? Even if he had a grenade, let him keep it. And I know what they'd say, they'd be like, well, where do you draw the line? He, this is the line, this guy right here, he's the actual line. It's very clear. There's always somebody going through security who's like, I don't want to take off my shoes. <laughs> Stupid. I'm not a terrorist. Oh, that's right, we only make terrorists do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's what we sound like now. Just <laughs> the whole country, we're like fat eighth graders, all of us. <laughs> Just <laughs> no fear. You ever listen to people? When I was in England, I went into this cafe for like Afghani people, and they just had crackly energy to their language. I don't know what they're saying, but it was like, there's energy. We don't have that anymore. You ever listen to people? You ever listen to what people really sound like? The other day I was in some whatever coffee place. I don't know, you can only be in six places, whichever one I was in. And I'm listening to just fat white people talk to each other. These two fat white guys behind me, one, one was like, and his friend's like, I know, I told you, I Obama. These two women are talking, and I was like, I talk, I I know Anyway, I was listening to the two guys. And one of them used a word that really pissed me off because it was how he used it. He used the word hilarious. That's one of those words that we use that we don't, get, we don't care what it means. We go right for the top shelf with our words now. We don't think about how we talk. We just say the right to the fucking just, dude, it was amazing. It was amazing. Really? You were amazed? You were amazed by a basket of chicken wings? Really? Amazing. What are you gonna, what are you gonna do with the rest of your life now? What if something really happens to you? What if Jesus comes down from the sky and makes love to you all night long and leaves the new living Lord in your belly? What are you gonna call that? You used amazing on a basket of chicken wings. You've limited yourself verbally to a shit life. All these words we use, genius. That's, you, anybody can be a genius now. It used to be, you had to have a thought. No one ever had it before. Or you had to invent a number. Now, it's like, hey, I got a cup in case we need another cup. Dude, you're a genius. <laughs> so these guys, they used hilarious, and I remember the context exactly, because I had the hate recorder running in the back of my head. I was just standing there fucking angry. 
I'm listening to him. The one guy says to the other guy, he goes, uh, hey, dude, so, uh, <laughs> so guess who I saw today? And his friend goes, <laughs> I swear to God, that's how he said it. It just slid out. <laughs> I'm like, tighten your lips up, man. Make an effort. Wait, who? That's how a person talks. This guy, he's just secreting words out of the front of his head. <laughs> so his friend goes, I saw Lisa today. And he goes, that's hilarious. Is Lisa a poodle on her hind legs? How is that hilarious? Was she standing next to Jerry Lewis when he was younger? How the fuck is that hilarious? Do you know what hilarious means? Hilarious means so funny that you almost went insane when you heard that. It's just so funny that it almost ruined your life. You're homeless now because you can't cope or reason anymore because that hilarious thing just shattered your mind. And three months later, you got shit and leaves in your hair and you're drenched in pee in the gutter. That's how funny hilarious is. I don't know this Lisa cunt, but she ain't that funny. There's just no way she's that funny on sight. Fuck her, seriously, I hope she's dead. I really do, I hate her. I hope she died today. Weirdly and horribly. I hope the person she loved most pushed her off a cliff and she was just falling and screaming the whole way down, never accepting it. And then Superman swooped her up and then dropped her from higher. I seriously hope that happened to stupid Lisa with her one tit bigger than the other and her fucking frizzy hair and her big nose fucking Jew <laughs> what am I doing <laughs> lost my mind <laughs> Jew is a funny word because it is because Jew is the only word that is the is the polite thing to call a group of people and the slur for the same group most groups have a good and a bad. There is the same word, just with a little stank on it, and it becomes a terrible thing to call the person. Because you can say, he's a Jew, it's fine. He's a Jew. Like, that's all it takes? I wish the president would slip one into a speech that's just on the border, just to fuck with people's heads. Just in the middle, you know. We all gotta get along in this country. We need everybody, blacks and whites and Christians and Jews, and let's just try to... Hmm. Um, can't call him on it, but that seemed inappropriate. <laughs> Fucking Lisa. Fucking Lisa, man. It's just, they didn't deserve that. The story didn't deserve... Here's what he should have said. This is what that story deserved. It should have been like, I saw Lisa today. The other guy should have said, that happened. That's it. That's all it deserved. He should have said, that happened. And then he just should have started making out. I don't know why I wanted that. I just wanted these two old fat guys to start blowing each other on the floor. And 
not even gay blowing, just awkward heterosexual sucking that they don't know what they're doing. And they don't even get hard partway through, they're just sucking each other's soft penises. And they're both crying because they're embarrassed and confused. Now that would be hilarious. Then you would have a story that you could call hilarious without being accused of hyperbole. It's amazing the stories that people think are interesting. And that's always one of them, is when your friend ran into somebody from their past, and they can't wait to tell you. And first they want to tell you for 40 minutes how blown away you're going to be that they saw this person. Dude, you're not going to believe who I saw today. Yes, I am. Of course I am. Don't even tell me. I don't care. No, no, dude. Dude. When you find out, holy shit! When you find out who I saw, you are gonna shit in your father's mouth when I tell you. I'm serious! When I tell you who I saw, you are gonna kill, fuck, and eat four Mexican retarded kids when I tell you who I saw today. I'm, you're gonna do that. I'm serious that you're gonna do that. You're not gonna, you're just gonna rip out your asshole and throw it on the wall. It's gonna stick there and you're gonna dive through it into another dimension. <laughs> I tell you who I saw today. Anyway, I don't, I don't know why I'm su such an asshole. I really am. I, I, I have, I, I'm grumpy. I don't, I, I get impatient with people quickly, you know? I just get tired of, when people are boring, I want to kill them, you know? And that's not fair. <laughs> I used to like people more, but now I have children, and that changes your life. Changes your life in a lot of ways. Like, you spend a lot of time with people you never would have chosen to spend time with. Not in a million years. I spend whole days with people, I'm like, I never would have hung out with you. I didn't choose you. Our children chose each other based on no criteria, by the way. They're the same size. They don't give a shit who they make me hang out with. My daughter had a play date the other day. This, this kid comes over and his father brings him and his father brings his fucking face into my house. And I have to ask it questions for an hour and a half. Ugh, what do you do? I don't care. God damn it. What other shit are you passing on, that little faggot you brought over here to play with my kid? I don't, I hate your son. I hate him. He smells. Gets too close when he talks. Can I have raisins? Yes, you can have, just stand. Dude, I'm not, I, you're not mine. I don't love you. Do you understand? I don't have any, no love. None. I, I don't even have an instinct to protect you. I don't care if you die. I seriously, I won't feel anything if you die. I'll have to pretend for your dad. I like kids. Parents, I'm not crazy about. Most parents, like this whole country, our thing is the children. We have to do it all for the children. And meanwhile, nobody gives a shit about how they raise their kids. People put minimal effort into it. They have their kids, are, they're like consumers of their kids. Like they want to call customer service. Why does he play video games all day? I don't understand why he plays video. Maybe because you bought him a fucking video game, you idiot. Throw it, throw it away. Who told you that was a good idea? A developing mind. <laughs> fucking idiots. My kids don't even watch television. And when I tell most other parents that, you know what they say? They go, ah, oh, fuck you. <laughs> why? 
just cause fuck you, fucking hippie weirdo. They're gonna grow up weirdos because they don't watch just fucking anger and colors screaming in their face. If your kids watch TV, here's what you should do. Just if you think that's really a good idea to have them watch TV, when next time your kid's watching television, just come up behind them when they don't know you're there and just turn it off without any warning. Just go, watch what happens. They go, <laughs> Do you think that's a good sign? Do you think it's a sign that it's healthy for them? That when it's taken away, they go, <laughs> Because you've created such a high bar of stimulus that nothing competes. A beautiful day is shit to a child now. A gorgeous panoramic day with hawks catching fucking mice and flying away. And bears with fucking fish in their teeth. And the kid's like, I wanna watch a television! This is nothing! That's what's wrong with our kids. They can't just stand and be a person without And then the food, we, we feed them food that tastes like, in, like insanity. It's insanity, our food. Do you understand the difference? You should be able to give a, kid, give a kid an apple and they go, oh, thank you. I love apples. Kids can't even taste apples or like paper to them. Because we fill them, we force them to eat. People force their kids to eat fast food. I was in this hamburger, this woman's like just shoving french fries and they, eat it! The kid's like, mom, it's salty, it hurts. I can't eat anymore. Shut up, have a soda! We give them MSG, sugar, and caffeine, and weirdly, they react to those chemicals. And so they yell, ah, and then we hit them. What fucking chance does a kid have? We pump the stuff in there. Ah, shut up! Stop it! Why are you like this? Because I haven't had actual nutrition in eight years, Mom. I'm dehydrated. Give me water. Pepsi's not water, you cunt. Give me a glass of water. I'm dying. I have sores on my tongue all the time. Stop hitting me, you're huge. How could you hit me? That's crazy. You're a giant and I can't defend myself. I really think it's crazy that we hit our kids. It really is, here's the crazy part about it. Kids are the only people in the world that you're allowed to hit. Do you realize that? They're the most vulnerable and they're the most destroyed by, hitting, by being hit, but it's totally okay to hit them. And they're the only ones. If you hit a dog, they fucking will put you in jail for that shit. You can't hit a person unless you can prove that they were trying to kill you. But a little tiny person with a head this big who trusts you implicitly, fuck them. Who gives a shit? Let's fucking hit, let's all hit them. Hit, your people want you to hit your kid. If your kid's making noise, about like, hit him, hit him! Hit him! Hit him! That's what, we're proud of it. We tell, I hit my kids. That's what people say all the time. You're damn right I hit my kids. Why, why do you hit them? Because they were doing a thing I didn't like at the moment. And so I hit them and guess what? 
They didn't do it after that. Well, that wouldn't be taking the fucking easy way out, would it? How about talking to him for a second, you fucking retard? How do you fucking, how is that, how is that the, what are you, an idiot? What are you, a fucking ape? Well, I know it's a pain in the ass. Well, you fucked a woman and a fucking baby came out of her vagina. Now you be patient. It's not their fault. Well, I'm teaching them that you hit things. It's learning the world. You hit him, and he'll know that I'm stronger than him. That it hurts when my hand hits his face. He'll know. We'll get some wisdom out of that. I'm raising him right. God damn it. Look, though, let me say this. If you have kids and you do hit your kids, I totally get it. I'm not judging. Let me just explain. I get it. Because my mom hit me. She hit me all the time. I don't hit my kids. I'm not better than my mom. It's because she was poor and I have money. That's really all it is. It really is. My mom works really hard. She was a single mom. She'd come home all bent over after 15 hours. And I'd be like, mommy, shut up. I totally get that. I work two hours a week sometimes. So it's not really fair. And I know that. I know there's moments when you just fucking, I mean, there, being a parent means you have your back up against the wall all the time. Because it's the only job you can't quit. It's the only job where you can't just go, just put your wrench down and go, fuck it, guys, I'm leaving. I don't even want my last check. I'm going home. Anyway, I got two, and the seven-year-old, she's no trouble now. That kid's amazing. She's better than me. She's smarter than me. She's more decent. She's cleaner. Like, she comes out of her room all dressed with a little bow. She's like, hi, good morning, Daddy. And I'm, I'm in my underwear, like, oh, hi. <laughs> I keep trying not to screw her up because she's headed for a great life unless I fuck it up. That's basically what's going on. I'm not, I'm not a father anymore. I'm just a fat landlord. I don't really matter. <laughs> like the other day, she's asking me all these questions and I totally hear, she's asking me stuff and I'm just trying to tell her what I know to be the truth, but you can't just do that. There's some shit that's true that you can't tell your kids when they're certain ages. I know that sounds simple, but you, you don't know all the time until you fuck up. I'm talking to her and she goes, Daddy, does the earth go around the sun? And I was like, yeah. She goes, does it do it all the time? I'm like, yeah. She says, will the earth always go around the sun forever? And I was like, well, no, at some point the sun's gonna explode. <laughs> She's seven years old. Do you understand how horrible that is? She started crying immediately, crying bitter tears for the death of all humanity. And here's how I tried to save it. I go, oh, honey, this isn't gonna happen until you and everybody you know has been dead for a very long time. She didn't know any of those things. And now she knows all of those things. She's gonna die. Everybody she knows is gonna die. They're gonna be dead for a very long time. And then the sun's gonna explode. She learned all that in 12 seconds. At the age of seven. 
She took it pretty well. I was proud of her. She was like, oh, dude. Okay, well, I guess I'll go play. <laughs> She's had a tough year, that kid. I feel really bad. A lot of bad things happened to her this year. This summer, she got bit by a pony. I'm not kidding. A pony bit her. How do you more break a little girl's heart than a pony bite? That's like being raped by Santa Claus. It was the worst thing that ever happened. And it was made worse by the fact that it followed the greatest moment of her life. Because she'd never seen a pony up close. We just never were fucking shitty parents. We never gave her like a pony ride. And last summer, I took the kids to Italy. I took my girls to Italy for whatever reason. I don't know why. And we're in this farmhouse in the middle of nowhere. And I put them to bed and I come outside and there's ponies. They just showed up out of nowhere. Just wild ponies. Like 50 ponies. I'm not fucking with you. A huge amount of ponies and one donkey. I don't know why there was one donkey hanging out with the ponies. And they're just late, and I'm like, <gasps> and I run downstairs, and I wake her up, the little one, fuck her, she's not making memories, who cares, it's not worth it. I take the seven-year-old, and I bring her outside, and she's standing barefoot in her pajamas, and it's dusk, and it's ponies. And she's like, <gasps> and I'm like, I'm the best fucking father, I'm the best father, yeah! Yeah! Look at that shit! That's right! I gave that to you! And she starts walking out towards the ponies. She's like, can I go near them? I'm like, yeah, I'm an idiot. I'm like, yeah, totally. Go on out there, honey. You're only outnumbered 50 to one. What could possibly happen in a sea of wild ponies? And she walks out and there's this one beautiful speckled pony. And as she's walking towards it, I'm an asshole because I don't read. It's, it's going like... It's totally going, dude, no, not, I'm not one of, fuck it, get her out, get her out. I'm a, dude, I'm a fucking Italian and wild pony, get her out of here. Can I go, daddy? I'm like, yes, totally, go up to the pony. She walks up to the pony and she turns to me and says, he's beautiful, and as she's saying that, the pony bites her on the fucking leg. And she screams, it didn't break the skin, but it was an awful bruise, and I grab her and I run inside, and she says, why, Daddy, why did the pony bite me? And I said, I don't know. And she said, do ponies bite a lot? And I'm like, well, yeah, because I don't want her to think that she's so horrible that the first pony ever bit her. I go, yeah, honey, ponies bite. She goes, well, why did you let me near it? She's like, dude, make a fucking effort. And then we're in the house and she says, this is how great this kid is. She calms down and she goes, I want to look up about ponies biting. Like that's how she thinks. Something upsets her. She wants to look it up and learn about it. She says, I want to find out why they bite and what people say about it. So we go and we look up about ponies. And it turns out they're assholes. They bite all the time. And there's all these websites that talk about what to do when your pony bites. And it's like everything else on the internet is just fighting, just people angry at each other. The first guy says, you gotta punch the pony right in the face. <laughs> just punch it right in the face. 
Then the next person says, you're a terrible person. You should have your ponies taken away from you. The next person was my favorite. They go, people who don't punch their ponies make me sick. So we really are a divided nation. Now the three-year-old is a different story. The three-year-old, here's her deal. She's a three-year-old. That's really it. She's three years old. The other day, I got in a fight with her. Whose fault is that? I'm 41, and she's three. It's always your fault with a three-year-old, always, because they are just what they are. They can't help it. Just tape the windows. It's a fucking hurricane. Just wait. Anytime you're like this with a three-year-old, don't you understand? You're an idiot. That's you being in it. Don't you understand? No, I don't, Dad. I haven't developed enough. You just have to wait. But it was partly her fault, because she wore me down. Let me tell you what happened. It was this horrible, horrible day. It started the night before, because she woke me up all night. Just woke me up every fucking, just 10 minutes. Just woke me up, just said, Dad, with nothing. That's the worst part. Daddy! Whoa, whoa, what is it? Um, oh, fuck you, you got nothing. <laughs> you bullshit are you. So now it's the next morning, I'm making breakfast and I'm gone. I'm insane. I drank too much coffee to overcompensate and I'm like, <laughs> I keep having these moments where it's like, <laughs> and there's nothing there, just nothing. <laughs> uh, okay, Jesus. I'm making French toast. She's over there sitting in her little chair, just fucking anger, just pure, she's a little ball of anger. She's like, I want French toast! I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm making, honey. I'm making French toast. I'm bringing it over. Give me syrup! Yes, of course, give me syrup, I always do. I love you very much. Cut it for me! I'm happy to cut it for you. You're not asking nicely, but it's okay. I'll cut it for you, baby. I love you very much. Then she's looking at her plate, and she's literally going, because <sighs> she needs to be, want something, you know? She didn't, there's nothing logical for her to want, so she, her brain has to go somewhere crazy. So she's looking at her plate, she goes, I don't know which piece to eat. And I'm still not engaging. I'm like, oh, I know, honey, that's hard. That's really hard. I'll just make a list of pros and cons for every piece and I'll help you with it later. And I look at her and she's walking towards me now with the plate just vertical with syrup fucking going on the floor. She's like, help me! I'm not helping! And I'm standing there, like, looking at her. And I love her. And I'm proud of her in a way. Because I know she'll never want for anything. She'll beat the shit out of people. She's... She'll kill people for meat after the apocalypse. She'll be one of those. <laughs> and then later I'm trying to get them dressed for school. And now the clock's ticking and I'm like, uh, And I'm trying to put a sweater on her and it's impossible. The sweater has buttons that just don't exist. And I'm putting my fat fingers and they're full of sweat. And I have just tears going down my cheeks. Crazy tears. I'm not crying, I'm like smiling with tears. <laughs> Copious, I, mean, I can't, I can't put on this sweater. I can't put on this sweater. I can't, I really can't do it. And she's going like this. So I give her a Fig Newton, just to immobilize her, just to stop it, because she loves Fig Newtons. I go, here honey, I have a Fig Newton. She goes, they're not called Fig Newtons. They're called Pig Newtons. 
And I go, no, they're not. They're called Fig Newtons. And right away in my head, I'm like, what are you doing? Why? What is to be gained? What do you care? Just, yeah, Pig Newtons, fine, go ahead. Good luck to you, go through life, see what kind of job you can hold down with shit like that clanging around in your head. I don't care, I'll be dead. But for some reason, I engaged. No, honey, they're called Fig Newtons. She goes, now you don't know. You don't know, they're called Pig Newtons. And I just, I, I feel this rage building inside, just. Because it's not that she's wrong, she's three, she's entitled to be wrong, but it's the fucking arrogance <laughs> of this kid. No humility, no decent sense of self-doubt. She's not going like, Dad, I think those are Pig Newtons, are you sure that you have it right? She's not saying that, she's not going like, Dad, I'm pretty sure those are Pig Newtons, which would be a little cunty, but acceptable, I could deal with that. She's giving me nothing. Now, you don't know. Those are pig, I'm like, really? I don't know? I don't know. Dude, I'm not even using my memory right now, okay? I'm reading the fucking box that the shit came out of. It says it. Where are you getting your information? How do you fuck with me on this? You're three and I'm 41. What are the odds that you're right and I'm wrong? What are the sheer odds of that? And take a bite of the cookie. Does it taste like a pork cookie, motherfucker? I don't think so. Why would they call it a pig Newton? What's, oh, it tastes like figs. Fucking interesting that, isn't it? I didn't say a word of that, obviously. But anyway, later. I've got the kids dressed. It's winter. We've got all the layers on. And it's time to go to school. And I've got 10 minutes to get to a school that's 10 minutes away, which is a horrible feeling. I put my hand on the door to leave. And all of a sudden, I go, I got to take a shit. Take the coats off, kids. We're going to be late. You're going to be 40 minutes late. I don't give a shit. I am not walking to school like this. I can't use the bathroom at the school because child molesters ruin that for everybody. <laughs> Just swear, I'm shitting here. So I'm sitting on the toilet, I'm shitting, with the door open, by the way, that's my life. Two kids by myself, I can't shit with the door closed unless I'm, I gather them into the bathroom to watch daddy take a dump. <laughs> Which I've done with a little one. Honey, uh, we gotta poop when you're too crazy. Just come with me, you gotta come with me. So I'm sitting there, and I'm shitting, and I'm trying to see them in the other room. <laughs> Honey, stay between the tables. I can't see you, I said. <laughs> the little one walks into view, naked. It's all gone. <laughs> all gone. Walks up, looks at me. And then, she, I don't know why, but she shows me her ass. It's something she always tells me. She's, she's like, oh. Look at it! Daddy, you're not looking! 
So I'm sitting there shitting, looking at her ass. <clears throat> and I saw something that I, I'd never seen before. And I'm gonna describe it to you the way that I saw it because it just, I didn't know what I was looking at. I'm looking at her little white ass, she's white. Little perfect little white ass. And right in the center of it, this little black dot just boop, appeared like magic. That's what it looked like to me because I've never seen shit actually coming out of an ass before. I never saw that. I never saw the shit, like the crowning, the, the shit coming out. And if you ever do see that, it's fucking bananas, man. It's weird and upsetting. I yelled, I went, ah! And then a second later, just, she just drops this massive, I felt the impact tremor under my feet. This huge pile of shit. Just a pile, like several people's pile of shit. Like a porta potty on the last day of the festival. Just a huge, huge pile of shit. How? She's three, this kid shits like a bear. I don't understand it. Seriously, if you were in the woods and you saw shit like that, you'd be like, let's get the fuck out of here! Huge pile of shit, as big as her whole body, easily. I thought she would just crumple like a balloon on top of it. Oh, weird. She's standing there, just straddling this huge shit, presenting it like. She slips, falls right into her own shit. Yes. Fell, I was there, fell right in the middle of her own heap of shit. Her head hit the floor. You know that sound of your kid's head hitting the floor? Ooh, oh God. Oh, she's done, that's it for her. She's finished. She's gonna be running to the mailbox once a day. That's about it for her. Now she's laying in her shit, screaming and crying and making an angel. I run over, I'm still shitting, holding a shit-covered child. We're the shit family, that's where we are. The seven-year-old standing there, I gotta get the fuck out of here, this is horrible. That's my life right now, man. It's like, where in there do I fit, like, getting pussy? Like, there's no place for that. I can't even think about it. I tried to, like, the other day, I was like, okay, take, take a sexual inventory here. What do you got left, you know? And I went, I, I, I took off my clothes, and I stood in the mirror. And I looked in the mirror, like a full-length mirror, naked. I'll never do that again. I don't, need to, I don't need to do it. I can go my whole life without doing it again. I'm going to. I'm not in good shape. I'm not in the worst shape. I mean, I went to a doctor and he gave me the whole 41-year-old thing. He's like, all right, well, your cholesterol is high, but I don't expect you to do anything about that. <laughs> and your prostate's a little bit too big. Let's go ahead and let it be a little too big. <laughs> and you're only cosmetically overweight. I'm like, what? He goes, your, cos your overweightness is not a medical issue. I'm like, well, so then you don't have to say anything. <laughs> why, why did you even bring it up? You're saying like, well, medically speaking, you don't have a weight problem, but you look gross. That's what he's saying. 
I'm looking at myself, and here's the problem, is that I didn't even wear down evenly. Like, different parts of my body are older than others. Like, my dick and balls don't even match each other. Like, my balls are older than me. They're like the oldest, I swear to God, I'm 41, my balls are like 72. They're really old, and they just kind of hang there. They're just hanging, like, they look like, like they're being rescued by a helicopter from a mountain. <laughs> They've been trapped on a mountain together and zipped together in a sleeping bag. <laughs> if we ever get out of this, I'll never call you lefty again, I'm sorry. And then my dick is like happy and shiny, young looking. My penis is like a young 21-year-old guy walking out with these two old guys following him. Hey, man, hang back. I'm trying to get some pussy. Get out of here. Oh, wait for us. And at some point, I got to show this shit to some poor, unfortunate woman that has to see this fucked-up package of mine. I don't know what... Like, I'll tuck my balls between my legs. I don't, I don't have balls. I just have a penis. Is that okay? That must be weird for women, that you don't know what kind of dick and balls you're going to get until it's way too late. Like, it's the last thing you see, and it doesn't seem fair. It should be the first thing you see. Every date should start with a guy taking a, is this gonna be okay? Yeah, that's fine, it's gonna be worth my time. Go ahead and put it away, we'll deal with it later. Because you, you don't find out until you're looking down the barrel of it, and it's really too late now. Oh, Jesus. And the dick's looking up again, it's all... Like, this is like a Dr. Seuss tree. I don't even, it's all yellowy brown with sprigs coming out. And women are so nice. I don't know a single story of a woman who finally gets a guy, this dick out and goes, no, that, no, that's not your dick. Come on. Take out your penis. That's not a penis. That's bullshit. They just go, okay. Oh, fuck. What hole can I put this in that'll depress me the least? <laughs> and I have, I have met some women since I've been single, and they've been younger, mostly, because women my age, I like women my age, but they're mostly either married with children or in a room alone, angry and crazy. One or the other. <laughs> they're not out looking to fuck a comic, generally. But young women are up for something. They'll fuck you and do other things later. Like, and also, I, with uh, younger women, I'm in competition with younger guys. And younger guys are not very subtle. They don't really know how to talk to women, even their own age. They're just kind of all, like, penis skin's been grafted on their whole body. They're just... Can I... Is this, is this a fuck date? Because I... I just want to put my tongue in your body. It's just a lot of pressure. And then the young woman meets me and I'm like, hey, look, I've been jerking off in the guest room for 15 years. I'm like the man in the iron mask. I'm just happy to be out. <laughs> young guys are, they're afraid of women. They're afraid of their feelings. My girlfriend's mad at me. Well, later she won't be. Fucking calm down. <laughs> they're afraid of their bodies. They're afraid of women's bodies. My girlfriend's having her period. What do I do? Fuck her in the period hole, you idiot. What is, what's the dilemma? I don't give a shit. If you're having your period, come on over. I'm 41. I'm a, I'll fuck the shit out of you. I'll drink the blood. Let's party. <laughs> if 
Thank you very much, guys. You guys, you were great.